Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Homeschool Minnesota. I'm so excited to have you back. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday, uh, holiday season, and you had wonderful time with friends and family and just enjoyed celebrating our Savior's birth and just bringing in a new year. We're so excited here in Mache. Um, we are coming up on a 40th year of our 40th anniversary of serving homeschooling families in the state of Minnesota. We're so excited for this next year. And um, one of the things that we're going to do is, is start going in different directions with the podcast. Um, we are going to be interviewing homeschool students who have graduated and gone on um, to talk about like what was being homeschooled like and, and how has that helped them in life and all these wonderful things. And we've got a lot of really great uh, homeschool graduates lined up for that. Plus, we have just a lot of great interviews coming up. Today, we will be interviewing Dave Racer. Um, he has been teaching government uh, for 25 years or more, I'm thinking, right, Dave? <laughs> yeah, we're going on 26 next year. Wow, 26 years. Um, and I just realized he's so humble. He didn't even mention this, but he was Fox 9 in Minnesota. He was one of the teachers of the year, correct? Yes, 2023, top teacher, they called it. Which I find very interesting considering that you are a homeschool teacher. I am. And for a homeschool a, academy. Yes, and a, not only just a homeschool academy, but a Christian homeschool academy, which they said right on the air. <laughs> I love that. I love that that homeschool academy teachers, Christian homeschool academy teachers can be included as teacher of the year. I just, I think that's wonderful. What an accomplishment. On top of that, everyone, he has been married. Um, you're going on 56 years. Did I read that correctly? Oh, we finished that last summer. Oh we my word. You know, 57 we... years. That's wonderful. Yeah. And you've written 55 books. So that's almost a book a year. Yeah. We, um, I've authored, co-authored, edited, and published uh, 55 books. 22 wow. of them are on healthcare, but a lot of them on other public policy and so forth. Right. Right. And I'm just super excited to talk to you today. Um, I think one of the things that I, I got your name from a friend of mine who said, you just need to talk to this man. He's, he just does such incredible things. And one of the things that he likes to talk about is um, teaching policy and civics and um government and contemporary issues to um, high school students, to homeschool students. So can you talk just a little bit about that? And then we're going to get into our main topic for today. Yeah, when I started, uh, well, actually 25 years ago last fall, I was asked to teach one course on American government. Uh, and um, I chose to call it American government for real. Uh -huh. um, and that's the course I've done 25 years. Actually, there were some years where we did it uh, fall and spring semester. So I've probably done more than that. And some semesters we did it in two locations. So, uh, and then um, I asked, and, and I know we want to spend a good deal of time on this. I asked yeah. the organizer of uh, Yay Academy if I could you know, do something else. And I thought, why not? student senate make a you know legislative experience for homeschoolers and uh this spring we'll be going into the 23rd consecutive session of student wow. senate and then uh i added um a contemporary issues class especially as things get so snarky in our culture and our politics <laughs> and um 
that class is uh, takes on really, really, really tough subjects. And we had uh, 15 in the fall semester mm-hmm. uh, at that class. And um, um, maybe later we could talk about some of that content. But then, uh, right. then I added a class called uh, We the People, the USA Constitution, um, which I do in the spring semester. So I do um, actually four classes in a year and out of mid-metro academy, but okay. know, we're, we're welcoming to everybody. That's wonderful. And you started out, correct me if I'm wrong, but you started out teaching in the Air Force, correct? Yeah, a long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am a, I'm a veteran of the Vietnam era. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I learned to write. Uh, I always say to learn to write for Minnesotans when I was in the Air Force because we had to we had to make it really simple. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I actually, I think probably I had started writing before the Air Force, but uh, believe it or not, that's really where I learned the, the craft. And I wrote my first book in 1986. I got out of the Air Force in 71. So... Wow. Uh, and uh, and it turned out to be kind of a classic up on the Iron Range, even though I'm not from there. And mm-hmm. it just kind of went on from there. So uh, I love writing. I've probably written three million years, uh, years, words. <laughs> not years. <laughs> it feels like three million years. In the last uh, two decades. Uh, yeah. I write a lot. I write a lot for my wow. classes. Wow. That's just amazing. And, and you know, the, the uh, I think the contemporary issues class That just fascinates me because I do think that one thing about today's society is people don't know how to have a conversation right? and to disagree and to disagree and walk away still caring about each other, still loving each other and being able to be friends, even if they don't agree, you know, and I just think that's such a great skill to be able to have. The scripture teaches us to be witnesses and we can only be witnesses of what we know. And so mm-hmm. if you're going to talk about a tough subject, like, um, you know, I mean, we could say abortion, that's a tough subject sure. uh, in the, in the, you know, the daily conversation, we really, really need to know it. Uh, and we need to know the history of the, uh, you know, the, the debate. And uh, we need to know about Roe v. Wade and Dobbs v. Jackson and how it violated the Constitution and all of that. So, yeah, uh, you know, we started with that. But what's one of the most contentious issues today is trans identification. Sure. And we didn't steer clear of it. We did trans, we did racism, uh, sexism, climatism. And you notice all the isms I put all on the there. isms. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then we did, uh, I had a substitute teacher and I was gone, but uh, DEI, SEL, and all those other three alphabet, uh, you know, woke subjects. And, uh, and so uh, very, very, uh, adult conversations with my high school classes and um mm-hmm. you know i i'm i'm proud of them because i i think it really is a freshman level college course <laughs> i ask a lot wow. of them <laughs> well you know and i think i think that it's important for people to note that we don't shy away from these topics with our with our students we just don't i mean right. i think sometimes you think that a lot of times we homeschool our kids because we want to shelter them and that's not at all what it is well and you can't because you can't. Uh, especially if they're going to go on to uh you know graduate uh, school or post high school exactly. um and they're going to get clobbered and and they need mm-hmm. to be prepared um you yeah. know so i i'm this year, I, I was so pleased at the end of this. I was smiling a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And the same with my constitution class. Uh, I mean, not the constitution, the American government class. I, I literally was smiling the last day. We had so much fun and we learned so much. Um, and my students went out prepared in ways that, frankly, a lot of adults aren't prepared. I've been asked by my church uh, to consider teaching the Constitution class there because they don't know anything about it, you know, so. Well, I was going to say you should do like some online seminars for adults who would like to talk about these topics and issues and really just work through them and understand the Constitution. And, um, I, you know, I just think something like that. I can tell that you are passionate about teaching and it's so oh. rare that you meet somebody who is truly passionate about teaching well and that's true and i and i have to tell you uh you know we had five children mm. uh, and there were 12 and a half years between our first two and our second three and uh, with the first two we were right at the beginning of the homeschool movement in the late 80s it was really scary wow and, and then uh by the time david came along he's now 40 uh, he, David, Daniel, and Dawn um, have gone through homeschool all the way. Uh, they're all graduates. My youngest is 38 now. Mm. And, uh, and they're doing extremely well in life. Uh, and they're extremely good parents. Uh, I'm so proud of them. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and they were in my first government class uh, that I taught all those wow. years ago. And I often say, well, you know, David did okay. Dan did great. <laughs> Don flunked. <laughs> she was the baby. <laughs> so uh, we've learned a lot since then, you know, about how yeah. to how to do the course. And you start a course, you really don't have any idea. And the other thing about me uh, is I don't, except for my constitution class, I have one basic textbook uh, that I work from, uh, but I write my courses and I write the curriculum myself. Wow. In my experience uh, as a candidate, endorsed candidate, as a uh, strategist in campaigns, uh, my understanding of public policy, my work in as a as a uh, uh, talk radio host uh, with the writing I've done and uh, I've managed the governor's campaign and I managed the presidential campaign. And it's uh, and I've had this burning desire. Uh, I, I was chair of the Constitution Educational Foundation and the founder of the Declaration Foundation. And, wow. and I know that sounds, you know, like a long list. And it's <laughs> funny when I get introduced, sometimes I tell them now I know I am so tired, but, <laughs> uh, but it's so energizing. And the Lord prepared me, honestly, uh, for this. I, I didn't know how much I love teenagers until I started teaching them. And yeah. they melt my heart, I have to tell you. They're my favorite group of people. Oh, they're amazing. <laughs> they're my favorite group amazing. of people. I could hang out with teenagers for the rest of my life and be completely satisfied. <laughs> Let me touch it just a tad on the Constitution class because uh, I teach yeah. Constitution in the government class, uh, but we I call it a fifty thousand foot uh, view. You know, we get the basics, and then the rest of the class we talk about how government really works, and <laughs> and a lot of that is based on my experience and knowledge, um, and it's unique to me. You know, yeah. it really is, and then. The Constitution class is where we go really deep. Um, and we're starting with, uh, you know, Christian worldview uh, into the Declaration and then really, really deep into the Constitution, the philosophy and the organization and why they did it the way they did. And, mm. you know, all the things that uh, that support it. And then, of course, the provisions themselves. So, But all of that is exciting, except I want to see them put it in action 
Yeah. Yes. That's why we invented, I created it. That's yeah. what, yeah, that's yeah. why we're going on to our next topic, which is yeah. student senate, correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm just so excited about this. I wish that this had been it, maybe it wasn't, but I was um when I was in high school, I would have I would have been all over this. <laughs> <laughs> well, take 23 um, years off of whatever your age is. I'm not asking. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't have been it, it wouldn't have worked out. <laughs> I would have been like having babies and stuff by then. But sometimes um, I think we should do an adult version, just one session, you know. Uh, I mean we might what... kill each other, but it could be fun. <laughs> See what would happen. Uh, it could be fun. But I just want to talk. I mean, I I just I'm fascinated by Student Senate. And yeah. um, if, if, for my listeners, you can go online. I'm going to put lots of links in the description of this podcast. And I encourage you to look at everything that um, Student Senate is and really consider sending your 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 student to to the summer session if you can um, at some point or just finding out more about it. But um, could you just tell me a little bit about, tell us a little bit about Student Senate and what it is, like the structure of it and how you came about doing it and, and kind of just tell us about it. So when I began, of course, I had, I, I shouldn't say I didn't have any idea what I was doing because I did. I understood the legislative process mm -hmm. a lot. And I, I was going to call it a student legislature and create a House and a Senate. And I thought, man, that's too complicated. And, you know, so we started calling it Student Senate. And um the idea was that uh, the students would take on certain issues, uh, uh, and I'll tell you how that morphed in a minute, but um, they would take on certain issues. They would be organized in the committees. They'd have to learn how to study and strategize their subjects and know them, and then they'd call witnesses. Uh, in the We call it witnesses. You might call it speakers, but in mm -hmm. student senate, it's witnesses who come and have expertise in those subjects. And then, uh, then the, the students interact with them as senators. Everything is uh, based on protocol, just like you'd hear it in a student senate, uh, in a, a state senate committee. They can't talk without permission. They have to raise their hand or call senators when they address the witness. You know, they have to use proper names and, uh, and so forth. Uh, and they, they have some basic knowledge already because of their committee studies and they go deeper with the witnesses. And then when they're all done, uh, they write a bill. Everybody has to write a bill. Well, okay. we started uh, <laughs> trying to do seven subjects. And uh, we only had like 12 students and just about drove us insane. Uh, <laughs> but uh, every year it would morph. And, and I have to tell you, the reason is because of the input of the students. And they would share with me what they loved and what they, you know, was tough and about uh, four years in, um, I had a student who had been in it all four years. <laughs> wow. And she came to me and she said, and they call me Governor Racer at Student Center. Uh -huh. Okay. So she says, Governor Racer, what can I do this year that's different? And I said, well, you could be the president, you know. So okay. we, we invented <laughs> the position of president. And, and that is a student-led position acts like the CEO, if you will, uh -huh. of student Senate works really closely with me. It's a prime mentoring kind of opportunity for me. And then eventually uh, we went to four subjects. Okay. Cause seven was out of impossible yeah, <laughs> in, a, yeah. in a semester, you know, and, uh, 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 and so 
we have these experienced students. And so we made them assistant majority leaders and then they would, they would serve the committees that we formed. And then we had to organize them. So now we have a majority leader. And so we have a president majority leader and then these four assistant majority leaders. And they're all students who have had at least one term in student Senate. Okay. I have had some that have done five years. Wow. Okay. <laughs> in fact, one of them, we ran out of positions. We created one called vice president just so you'd have something to do. <laughs> but I want to emphasize, I train them and actually they train themselves. We train together. We just trained last Saturday. And I know this broadcast is not dated, but uh, I had all eight of my student Senate leaders here. We spent three hours together pouring over how they're going to do the job. We had already trained once. Uh, the president of student centers in her third term, she is a PSEO student um, at the same time. Um, so I have them, you'll love this, uh, student, you know, student testimonies are the greatest. Uh, she came in to my government class to pitch the class to the fall students. And, and uh, she just sparkles when she talks, you know, she's like, oh, I mean, her eyes sparkle. And, that's and, so good. And she says, uh, and so here's what happens. And I, I'll use her, to, what her, she said to tell you how it works. Uh, you come in the first day and you've already told us what you think your topics are going to be. And then you have to talk about them. And then, and then we vote on them, but we give you, we give you the chance to pick the four that you want to study. We don't tell you what to study. And then, and we let you lobby each other to try to convince each other which ones you prefer. And uh, and we have this voting process and then we end up with four committees and you all serve on two committees. You try, we try to give you the ones that you choose and you're, you're coached by these AMLs who've had at least one year experience and we've trained them. And when you get in your committees, you elect a committee chair and you write a, 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 a topic focus statement. Now listen to what we're asking these kids, a focus statement to take this idea of let's say healthcare uh -huh. which is impossible. Yeah, <laughs> and, forget, they tried. And get it down to just kind of one thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, then, um, and then they use that when they call their witnesses and to guide their study. And then they plan a strategy as a committee how to study the issue. And uh, eventually they are going to do a um, presentation of facts in front of the Senate. Everybody participates and it's fun because these are all peers, you know, and by then they've, they've learned a lot about how to communicate in the Senate and what's proper questions and everything. <laughs> and yeah. so they, they grill each other and it's, it's delicious. You know, they'll say, uh, this is how it goes. Uh, Madam president, they raise their hand. The president says, uh, you know, Senator Smith, uh, Madam president can I ask the committee a question. Yes. Uh, Senator Smith, go ahead. Senator Smith, uh, looks at the committee and says, uh, uh, Senator Jones, in your presentation of facts, you claim that and then, you know, they'll lay it out. And I want you to explain that a little more. And that's the way the dialogue goes. Wow. And if that isn't cool, I don't know what is, you know. And these are high school students. These are high school students. And when they started being, day one, they can't do that. Being more civil than most adults these yeah, days. <laughs> so we're, in week, we're in week 10 by then, by the way. Wow. Uh, but so then my president says, but the best part, and her eyes sparkle is the witnesses. <laughs> oh. And she says, so 
we we get to choose the witnesses we want and and she said i i got to call the consulate from mexico the mexican consulate here in minnesota they're like you know the ambassador from the un or from mexico to wow. come and testify on immigration reform she said i was chair of the immigration reform committee wow you hear what i just said and she said that was that was unbelievable I, and i remember the first time one of my senators had to call Governor Al Quee and invite him. Oh, <laughs> wow! To talk about to talk about uh, the death penalty and and uh, she called me afterwards. She says, "Oh, Governor, I was I was shaking. I was shaking." <laughs> oh, bless her heart. Well, so here's the deal: we have four committees. There'll be eight witnesses, two for each committee, and you know, frankly, this the students don't know people to call so we guide them they give me ideas then my my president turned to me in the class and she said don't worry governor racer knows 50 or 20 million people <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just to give you a feel for this uh we had u.s senators uh durenberger boschwitz and grams uh we've had members of congress we've had members of the minnesota house and senate We've had county commissioners, city council members, uh, professors from schools, pastors, priests, um, and even, you know, regular people uh, who have, like uh, we did one year, we did foster care. Actually, they did it a couple of years, a great stu uh, subject. And and uh, they called in a foster care mom whose students happen to be student senators. And, uh, and what a great experience to hear, you know, because you hear a lot of negative stuff and and to hear from someone doing it, you know. Yeah, so, that's amazing. I mean, what an experience for a student to be able to, to not only just uh, with their peers, delve into a topic that is so relevant to, to not only themselves, but to everybody and to really a hot button issue, some of them, to sure delve is. into it and then to bring people in and to question them and get, different perspectives and different points of view and to put it all together at the end. A, a few years ago, we did um, criminal justice and uh, well, actually we've done it a few times, but uh, one year we had in the same room, we, we used three, we don't usually have three at the same time, but we had the senior partner of Dorsey Whitney law firm, an attorney. Uh -huh. <laughs> we yeah. had judge Gary Bastion um, uh -huh. and we had a, uh, not the prosecutor from St. Paul, but we had a prosecutor there. Uh, we did have the Ramsey County prosecutor at one time. It was very funny because she's kind of a liberal and she walked in and sat down and she said, I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> it didn't take her long. She was a little nervous. <laughs> so, uh, and then another year they decided to do a panel. And so we had the Ramsey County Sheriff. We had the number one defense attorney in the state. We had a prosecutor from Minneapolis. And then we had uh, District Judge Tad Jude. Wow. And, and, the, and the panel was run by the chair of the committee, who was a ninth grader. Isn't that unbelievable? What an amazing, amazing experience to be able to learn in that way. I just, I love this concept. Yep. Can you tell me a little bit about, I know that you run it during the school year for mid, is it mid Metro? Yeah. Mid Metro yep. hosts it for me. You bet. But you also do it during the summer too. Yep. Is that correct? Yeah. Let, let me finish the process just quickly. Sure. Yes, uh, so 
so there's another thing they have to do. The committee has to write a bill based mm. on their topic. And that means that however many on the committee, seven or eight, they have to agree, or maybe there it's a four, three vote, you know, and the chair presents that. And when they get up to present it, uh, the senators grill them like crazy. They might amend the bill. They might amend the amendment to the amendment of the bill. And wow. we, we go through all this process and then each student has to write a bill. And, um, and I'm going to give you a, just an awesome example. And then I'll, I'll talk about the other. Uh, a couple of years ago, we had a yeah. student who was uh, ADHD and um, his learning style was drawing pictures. And, and he had a lot of trouble concentrating and listening. Uh, <laughs> a dear kid. Uh, and, yeah. and I'm very proud to tell you he's taking, I think, his fifth course with me this year. But uh well, two years ago, he got up at his presentation of facts with the committee, and he was so nervous. He's standing at the podium and all alone in front of the Senate, and he started to retch like he was going to vomit. He keeled over, oh. fell over, and his committee chair walked over. I was so proud of him. He put his hand on his back. He said, it's okay. It's okay. You'll be fine. Oh. This is a student, right? And then he stuttered and stammered and got through it. The next wow. week, he had to do the same thing on the other committee. And this time, he did a much better job. The last day, when all the parents come and the siblings and cousins and other student senators come and past student senators come, he had to defend his bill wow. all by himself. And he did it. Wow. Yeah, and he got it passed. So student senate, and hear me clearly, this is about growth. Yeah, I watch students grow up over 15 weeks and become incredible at, at critical thinking and, you know, working together and all kinds of things. The intangibles are incredible. Wow. So you can tell why I get excited about it. I love the well, kids. The last day I have to give the kind of state of the Senate address and I always cry. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I would. I'd be a mess. So summer uh, senate. Yes. Student senate runs, uh, it's 14 weeks now because of AMMA structures. And we do that in the spring on Friday mornings. And uh, I don't know when this is going to be heard. People could still probably get in on it. Uh, the summer senate runs uh, the second week of July. The difference is we do five straight days. We do six and a half hour days, really intense. Mm -hmm. uh, each day they're going to hear from at least six witnesses. And by Thursday, Thursday morning, they hear from uh, eight by noon. <laughs> wow. In a variety of issues and they interact with. So you might've heard of Liz Collin who did the book on, um, on uh, George Floyd and, um, and the movie, yeah. uh, The Fall of Minneapolis. She was there on the media. Her husband, Bob Kroll was there right after the 2020 riots. Uh, he was head of the Minneapolis Police Federation. We've had several come over that wow. had been affected by the, those riots and stuff. And um, state senators, and we had the head of the U.S. Uh, Bank Stadium over. He was lobbying for $350 million from our student senate. <laughs> Did he get it? Well, somebody carried the bill. I told him he had to. And he said, why? I said, because he's a sponsor. This is politics. <laughs> and he couldn't. <laughs> they amended the bill down to $5 million and, uh, and, he, and he lost the vote. 
<laughs> so that's in July. Uh, you can find out about that at DaveRacer.com uh, across the top. And we do it at First Evangelical Free Church in Maplewood. Um, and we always try to do uh, a day down at the State Senate building in the same rooms where they meet, um, which we'll be able to do at least this spring. Uh, okay. With the remodeling of this of the house office building, we're going to lose that for a couple of years now, but we yeah. make it very very special. Yeah, well, I just um, I just think that's a wonderful thing, and I am going to put the links to all of this in the description of this podcast. And um, today is January 11th, so um, when is the deadline to sign up if if they can through Mid Metro? for student Senate uh, for the spring semester? Well, if they're qualified, I mean, I'd take them, you know, right up to the first day. I can even uh, bring them in. Uh, no, I don't want to bring them in after the first day, but um, yeah. right up to the 18th, but don't wait that long. And that's January? Yeah, that makes me very nervous. <laughs> yeah, don't wait till then. Well, this, this podcast will be, um, I will be posting it uh, today. And so um, people will hear it hopefully today and they can maybe get and what ages what what is your optimal age for this uh, grade nine through 12 nine through 12 yeah Perfect. um and people get free if you want to give the email address up please do that and um you know and yes the web pages and everything and yep. that video and that sort of thing yep all of that will be in the description so well i that was the fastest 30 minutes i've ever spent in my entire <laughs> life <laughs> i have to say you are like so fascinating um, one thing I just want to also mention, um, not only were you uh, one of the top teachers of the year, according to Minnesota Fox 9, um, you were the first one that they profiled, which I thought was cool. It was. Yeah. But then you also, when you say you um, ran a presidential campaign, you were the chair of the Alan Keyes campaign, correct? Yeah, I was the 1996 national campaign manager for Alan Keyes. And I do a TV uh show with him once a month still. Wow. Wow. Well, I just thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy retirement. What's <laughs> <laughs> retirement? That's not in the Bible. What? My husband always says that when retirement, when I retire my car, that means I put new tires on my car so I can keep on going. Exactly. My car's got rust. It's falling off kind of like my body now, you know, so. <laughs> So um, anyways, thank you so much, um, Dave Racer, for coming on Min Homeschool Minnesota and speaking to homeschool families. Um, I, it just, I just find this an amazing thing. Um, if you are interested in Student Senate, either signing up uh, for the spring semester or looking at the summer um, term that they do, all the information will be in the podcast uh, description. And please click on that, get information. Um, you can communicate with Mr. Racer and he will he will help you with whatever you might need. Um, talk with him about, you know, teaching civics in your co-op or teaching a uh, government class in your co-op or whatever. If you have questions, I'm sure he's a good one to ask. And in this day and age, our students need to be very proficient in government, contemporary issues, civic responsibility and the Constitution. So. This is a very, very important topic. Thank you so much for being a part of this today. Thank you. God bless you all. You too. God bless you. Bye-bye.